The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of. From getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Indie authors now wear more hats than ever as we strive to create a career full of meaning, prosperity, and potential. We've juggled the demands and continue to be rebels in the face of adversity. Now, after years of hearing the shouts of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, my writerly friend. Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. So I am really excited to talk to you today because we are coming up to the end of NaNoWriMo. Now, because I had a little bit of a hiatus during the middle of this month with the whole 20 books to 50K Vegas conference, we haven't really talked a lot about NaNo the second half of the month. And I think it's really important to kind of bring it full circle as we wrap up this final week. If you're hearing this on Wednesday as this podcast episode airs, it's literally the final day of NaNoWriMo 2022. And maybe you got there and you didn't quite hit the mark. Maybe you got to the end of this month and you're not sure it's even going to happen because you have thousands of words yet to write and it's the final day. So what happens if you end NaNoWriMo with unfinished business? That's the whole topic of today's podcast episode because I want to talk about this. I've done conversations where if you finish and you win NaNo, what you do next, you can go to episode four. I think it's authorrevolution.org forward slash four, and you can hear what to do once you've finished NaNoWriMo. You've got your first draft, and now you're moving on to the next steps. So if that's you, feel free to go over to that podcast episode instead. But let's say you finish NaNoWriMo but you're not actually finished. Your book is still ongoing and you want to keep figuring things out, but you're not sure what to do because maybe the motivation is starting to wane or maybe you're just not quite sure what happens next. I'm going to tell you right now, I am not finished with Ruins. The conference put that crimp in it and then I ended up getting a little bit of the conference crud like I talked about last week. Thankfully, it never did transpire into COVID, but it was... bad enough that it knocked me out a couple of days. And so it set me back and behind what I was anticipating being at for my NaNoWriMo journey and for Ruins. So what does it mean then? Like, do you get to the end of NaNoWriMo and just go, oh, well, I guess I messed that up and go back to like this willy nilly, I just can't bother being, you know, nebulous, doing this whole thing without locking in your intention? Well, of course not. Your job at the end of NaNoWriMo, when you have that unfinished business, that unfinished manuscript, is you keep going. Do you have to be as strict as you were during NaNoWriMo? That's up to you, honestly. 
For me, I like to be strict on myself so that I can continue to get the book finished. Because if I don't, Parkinson's Law will play against me. Because I'll be like, oh, I've got all this time. It's no big deal. Like I put ruins up for pre-order last year, a year in advance, thinking, okay, I'll get this book actually written earlier. It'll come out earlier. And guess what? Here I am. It's literally coming down to the wire. And this book is finally coming out when it was scheduled to come out. Because you know, Parkinson's law is work will expand or contract fit the time allotted for it. And I just let it keep expanding. So when I crunch time that stuff, when I say it's time to do this thing, and I work within my brain and my parameters of what I'm anticipating, things flow better, things come out easier. They there are no longer any excuses in my brain to kind of like keep pushing things out, right? So if you find yourself in the same situation and you're wanting to get your book finished and you're not quite done yet, don't feel like this is a defeat. Don't look at NaNoWriMo where you either didn't win or you still have words to write as something that you failed at because that's not what it is at all. Look at all the amazing words that you've already put on the page and celebrate the fact that they're there because now everything else is all that much easier. You've got those words down. Now you just need to finish it. I know a lot of people really struggle with the concept of finishing. I know my dad is like that. I think we've talked about that a couple of times on the podcast. There's this thing where, you know, you've got a lot of energy and a lot of momentum in the beginning when it's new and things are exciting, but it's that finishing part that sometimes people drop off at because either number one, they're scared of success or they're scared of failure. And so if you don't finish it, you can't technically be judged for either, right? Technically, when you give up on yourself, you're already kind of failing. So let's not do that, right? Let's make sure that we come together with the intention that the book that you started is going to come to fruition. It's going to be finished. Now, it doesn't have to be the best, most amazing book on the planet. It doesn't have to be like this incredible work of fiction or this incredible work of nonfiction that is just going to blow people's minds. It could be, but that's not the pressure you need to put on the book. You need to just realize and relax into what has to come through you. Now, remember, this book is part you, part the ether, part, you know, your muse, whatever. And it's all coming together to be able to create this incredible experience for your readers. And sometimes we're not entirely 100% like in charge of that creativity. Sometimes it, it just flows through us. So stay open and allow yourself to flow through that experience. My goal since I am not finished with Ruins, is to continue working every day as if NaNoWriMo is still going because I had to take that break in the middle of the month and I didn't write at all any of those days. So I'm going to continue writing a chapter a day until this book is finished. It's coming out at the end of the month, come hell or high water. So that is my experience. I have the whole thing planned. I am now almost to the final quarter. I have about 10 chapters left and that's it. And so I'll, I'll be done in just a little over a week. And maybe less if I decided to up my game. We'll see what happens because there's different things that are going on this week. I have a a book signing on Saturday, for instance, where I'm not 100% that I will get any writing done that day. But you never know. We might get done with the, the event and I'll be raring to go and get the chapter written anyway. But here's the thing. I want you to know that when you're getting to the end of NaNo and maybe you dropped off in the first week or Maybe you dropped off somewhere in the middle because it was just too hard and you didn't like the routine of it. Here's the mental game I want you to look at. 
I want you to take a closer look at why you dropped off. Like what was it about that time period that made it not work for you? Was it because you didn't outline well enough and you didn't understand your story well enough? Is it because you had a lot of things going on and you just couldn't find the time to fit it in and you didn't have the opportunity or the mental strength or the support, I guess, to carry you through those days when they were harder? Or was it because the words just didn't feel right and you just kind of let it go? Look back at that time when you decided to release your desire to get the book finished and ask yourself what was going on during those timeframes so that you can take a closer look at them and reframe them. Because if it was, let's say you were busy, you could always look at it and go, okay, well, that was a busy time, but that doesn't mean every day is a busy time. We can move forward and continue to to get the words on the page. And when those days like that happen, I can know and trust in myself that just because I get knocked off of this bandwagon for a minute doesn't mean the next day has to be that way. It's kind of similar to the whole working out concept, right? I've struggled with this my whole life where it's like, I am very much a perfectionist. And so if I start a regimen, you know, I am going to do it, you know, I'm going to start it on a Monday and I'm going to finish it on a whatever. And if I miss something in the middle of that regimen, it throws me off because I feel then like I've failed at something. I've, I've not done it to the best of my ability. And when that happens, I get down on myself or I have in the past. And so then I'll start missing more. And then there's wobble in this whole thing. And I start flopping around and not getting everything done to the best of my ability, even more so. If this sounds like you, maybe the whole process with your writing is just to know that you're human, that we have those up days and we have those down days. And this is our life experience when it comes to writing. This is our life experience when it comes to working out in that examples case. So when you, you know, kind of have those wobbly days, it's okay to just come back to it, come back to center. It's all about practicing our intention and practicing holding the intention so that it's strong enough that it becomes home base. So when you have those days where you back off of your book or you back off of your author career or you're not quite sure you can finish NaNoWriMo, knowing that you can come back to your main intention, which is to finish this book, whatever it is, That's the goal. And so as we head into December, if you're going to continue on with that book, decide for yourself right now, how many days a week are you going to continue writing? Is it going to be every single day? Is it going to be five days a week? Is it going to be just three? Because that's all you can really handle with your schedule. Whatever it looks like for you, make the decision right now so that you step into December very clear on how you're going to continue the process of the book that you're writing. Okay? So for me, Like I said, I'm going to continue writing it as if Nano is still going. I'm going to be writing every single day because this book has to come out. It has to go to the editor and it has to go to my ARC team before the whole thing releases. And so this is just part of my process. They're kind of used to me now. And when I actually get the books out, Jenny, of course, is probably rolling her eyes if she's listening to this, which I totally doubt because she's too busy to listen to my podcast. But I want you to just realize that getting to the end of Nano is a process. It's for some people, they're like, oh, thank God it's over. But for those of us who are doing this as a career, who want this to be a part of our lives in a way that's much bigger than just nano, we aren't stopping here. 
We're not stopping because we didn't finish the book. We're not stopping because the book isn't complete at 30 days. We're not stopping because we had a couple of up and down days or whatever. And even if you took a break during the middle of nano because you felt discouraged, you can re-enlist in yourself, in your book, in your routine at any point in time. Now, that's kind of the whole process that I go through for Rapid Release Roadmap. I want people to understand that writing a book or writing as a living, it isn't like this one-shot deal. Like you don't have just one opportunity to make it work, right? You have the opportunity to work through this over and over again and to redefine for yourself what your author career gets to look like. Like if NaNoWriMo is too intense, that's okay. You've learned something valuable. You've learned that you want less pressure and a little more space. And that's okay. Give yourself a little bit of that. But it might also mean that you do need some some constraints. So give yourself six weeks instead of four weeks, or give yourself eight weeks instead of four weeks, whatever it looks like for you. I want you to really take NaNoWriMo when you end with unfinished business as an opportunity to get very clear on how you want your writing career to look like as you move forward each time. Because every single process that we go through, every single book that we go through, it's teaching us something about ourselves. It's teaching something about how we want our author career to look like and to work for us. And when we can take a closer look at those things and when we can acknowledge them and go, okay, you know what? I really don't want to write 12 books a year. I'd rather write three or four books a year. And you acknowledge that to yourself. All of a sudden, there's this, ah this exhale that happens because now you're coming into alignment with who you are as an author and who you are as the kind of creative individual that has to allow things to flow, right? You have to be true to you, not anybody else. And if you're one of those authors who is like, oh my God, I I just, I love writing so much. I can't not write. So writing 12 books a year is just, you know, almost slow. Cool. That is totally cool. That's on you to decide for yourself what feels right, okay? One of the biggest things that I hope you take away when it comes to NaNoWriMo and when it comes to even this podcast episode is that there are myriad ways to come to the end of this month and still succeed. Like if you end at this day, right? And you've continued to make it work. You've continued to fit NaNo into your schedule. You've continued to shape and mold your book. You've continued to work at it. You've continued to work on your own mindset. You've continued to fit it into your day. All of those things are so wonderfully important and they shouldn't be overlooked because you're putting yourself into this momentum that will eventually get you to the success and the outcomes that you're desiring. You might not be there yet. You might not even be close yet, but you're on your way and you're gaining the momentum as you go. So like I said before, you know, like when you get to the end of NaNoWriMo, it's, you know, everybody's talking about like, woo, what do you do? You know, what's the next step once you're done with NaNo? And while there is value in that, and like I said, I I did a podcast episode on that, I think there's really something almost more valuable to learn when you haven't quite made it happen yet. Or when you get to the end and you're you're still like, okay, well, this is great. I hit 50,000 words, but I am nowhere near done. What do you do? So I was thinking about things this morning about how I always felt, especially in the very beginning of my author career, 
like I was falling behind or I felt like I wasn't doing what I was meant to do if I ended nano or I ended a big project and it wasn't quite complete. You know what I mean? And so I'm hoping that through my experiences and through this talk that you understand that getting to the end of NaNoWriMo is just part of the journey. It's just a a simple piece, a simple stepping stone in this whole process of becoming the millionaire author, of becoming the successful and profitable author, of becoming the prolific author. And so I hope you're going through the motions knowing that every single word matters. Every single step in this journey matters. And this book matters. So get to the end of the book. Keep going until it's finished. Then move on to those next steps of you know, editing, of getting it ready for publication, of marketing it. All of those things are going to matter. But right now, if you have this book that's still waiting to be fully developed, keep going with it so that you can get it into the hands of the readers who are going to need it, who, who want to enjoy it, who are ready to love your characters and your worlds just as much as you do. Okay? All right. So as you can tell from my crazy like sounding voice, um, <laughs> I'm still trying to get over this cold a little bit. So I'm going to end and wrap this podcast episode up here. But I want you to know that next week, we're going to have a really spectacular podcast episode with Alicia Radis and Megan Linsky. Again, they're coming on to the podcast to talk about audiobooks and specifically why audiobooks can really level up your game when it comes to being a successful and profitable author. They make a really great living through their audiobooks. And it's something that I personally have known for quite a long time. I've been working on my own audiobooks. And so I know that this podcast episode is going to be a spectacular one for those of you who are looking to expand your books into wider audiences to be able to figure out like how you can earn more money from the same books that you've already written. This is all part of the process that we as authors go through. And so I look forward to sharing their second podcast interview next week. Until then, if you would like to download the podcast episode transcript, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 159 and you can find it there. Otherwise, I want you to continue with your book, continue writing the words, continue getting all the things on the page, continue moving forward confidently, knowing that your author career is expanding with every single move that you make. It's all getting better and better, right? With that all in mind, take it all in, be the best that you can, and go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset 
and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorevolution.org forward slash Patreon.